This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. What line or statement or thing is quirky thing that you say would be your trademark? This after Lizzo has done something? She's daughter. What I'm trying to think of some of her lyrics. Yeah, Thick 30, I thought, might be on there. That's a pretty, what, like, what time is it? It's Thick 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great line. Is it something from her song, Juice? No, it's from uh, Truth Hurts. Oh. I don't know. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Even when I'm Yeah, I'm 100% that bitch. Cool. That's her new uh, trademark line. And... There was somebody else who said that they she actually stole it from them because yes. they had it Facebook status before then. And she saw it and liked it or something. Right? Yeah. And then she ended up giving that person writing credits on the song, but she still managed to trademark okay. it. Okay. Uh, it's funny because isn't yours just switching that for uh in that line? <laughs> just kidding. Good one. <laughs> Thanks. You know, <laughs> when somebody's mean to you or says something rude, I learned this. You're supposed to go, sorry, what was that? And people usually get really embarrassed and mm. don't repeat their burn. So, what was that? Well, her line is... No, turns out no. I'm 100% that bitch. Even- so, and what I said no, was... No, I know what you said. Okay, so it doesn't work on everyone, apparently. <laughs> I think that if I could trademark a line, it would be Tiz says, I already tried to, and then I got really exhausted with the process, so I gave up. How many minutes into the process were you before you gave up? Probably like four. Yeah. So you really went at it, hey? Well, it's I just didn't know where to start. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Now somebody listening is going to scoop up Tiz the Sizz and just make a fortune. No, I'll sue them. Because uh, I'll use this. We have this audio as it right. Yeah. So I like Goilers a lot. Yeah, and I feel like you started it, but I see it everywhere. Uh, I don't believe I started it. Oh, no, your friend did. Yeah. Who was that again? Wildcat? You got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nigel is so, his name. Nigel needs to trademark it. Trademark Goilers. Because I see it everywhere. Like, I'm seeing other radio hosts in town using it, and sometimes I get mad to myself. I'm like, like oh, really? Where'd you get that from? Yeah, we started saying it like... And I, he was the first person I heard say it, and I was like, oh, that's catchy. And so, yeah, we even had it on a billboard at one point. There you go. So uh, I, I guess I kind of trademarked it. So you just got to reach out to him. Yeah. Like what Lizzo did. And then the other one is just good in you in response to I see Caitlin anybody. Bristow uses that all Does the she? time. Like in everything. Does that make you mad a little bit? Well, I she's wonder. From she's from here. I wonder if she go stole it from me. Well, she probably was listening to you before she got famous. Yeah, she like captions her. Well, and her best friend used to work on this station. Oh, yeah. So she probably was listening. Oh, my God. That's exactly it. She stole it from you. That is iconic. I'm going to go after Caitlin Bristow. Oh, you got your own wine? Quit stealing my line. You should. That's do, what I'm going to say. You should um, copy her wine. And see how she reacts. Uh, uh, What's it called? Perfect. Spade and Sparrow or something? <laughs> if anyone who's listening right now is very confused, Caitlin Bristow was is Bachelor. from Leduc and she was on The Bachelor and then she was the Bachelorette for a season. And then well. Dancing with the Stars. And now she has a podcast. I think she won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, she did. She has like one of those boxes that gets mailed out every month, doesn't she? No, that's Jillian Harris, who was also on The Bachelor. Well, it's getting a little bit confusing. And her now, if she does come out with a box, it's going to be called Good and You. Yeah, probably. Uh. And it's time for the nostalgia off. I got some uh, new music for this segment. 
Okay, let's hear it. Fire it up. Woo! Okay. Yeah. I like it. Makes me kind of want to rap, though. No, no rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what we need from you is to just get your vote on. 780-784-7107. Whose list hits you in the feels more? Being le- Ooh, rough start. Being wildly concerned about swallowing your gum after being told it would stay in your stomach for seven years. When you would get hot lunch at school, specifically Dairy Queen, and you got that cute little chocolate milk with it. Hot lunch day, yeah. Hot lunch day is the best. Feeling like you were the king of the world or queen of the world when riding in a shopping cart at the grocery store. It's funny you say that. Because my next one is turning the massive snowbank that the city plowed into your own fort. Bonus points if it had a slide. Always getting busted by your sleeping dad on the couch when you tried to change the channel. Like you're not watching this dad. Yeah. (laughs) That metal blue butter cookie box that every grandma had, but there were no cookies in it. Mm. It was just filled with their sewing stuff. My last one is feeling fancy as F when you drink pop or juice out of a wine glass. And my last one is the Maybelline Mousse Foundation that made everyone look orange. Whose uh, list resonated with you more? Quick. Should should we spitfire them? Sure. Hot lunch, specifically DQ, the metal blue butter cookie box, Maybelline Mousse Foundation, and the massive snow fort in your cul-de-sac, crescent, street, whatever. Being super concerned about swallowing your gum after being told it would stay in your stomach for seven years, riding in the shopping cart, busting, getting busted by your sleeping dad on the couch when you tried to change the channel, and feeling super fancy when you drink popper juice out of a wine glass. 780-784-7107. Hit us up with a vote for either Lisa or myself. Somebody's going to pick up a surprise prize, which isn't going to be that good. It'll be like a sticker. Yep. (laughs) Have you ever uh, returned something that you bought and when you bought it, your full intention was to return it? I actually used to do this all the time when I was in my bar star phase. So like age 18, 16 to 29? No. Oh, I'd say like <laughs> 18 to 21. Okay. And you'd go and buy what, an outfit? So I would go to the mall. Um, well, first of all, I would stop and get an iced caramel macchi- uh, macchiato. Okay. And then go to Forever 21, get a new tube top. For Friday. Leave the one tag for on. Saturday. Yeah. And then return it the next week. Get a new shirt. This wasn't all the time, but. You did it quite a bit, eh? Apparently, this is uh, something that happens at Super Bowl with the big game and people with TVs. Like, if you're hosting a Super Bowl party and you're a little bit sad that your TV's only like a, you know, 36 inch, and you want to get a 60, uh, you would go and buy one. And then keep the box and then put take the TV back on Monday or Tuesday. I feel like Costco would take anything back. Yeah, they do. Remember the time we called them just to see if we could return a half-eaten pumpkin pie? We were joking, and they were like, yeah, sure. They're like, what's your complaint about it? I was like, it's too big. There's too much here. There's no way I'll get through this. They're like, okay, uh, the size did not meet expectation. Check. Yep, you can bring that back. Yeah, one time I returned a vacuum that I didn't buy from there. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but you probably could. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting move. I think it's kind of greasy because then 
you usually have to, as the person who is selling it or the company that's selling it, sell it at a discounted price because the box had been opened or it was pre-owned or whatever. Right. So you're actually kind of stealing by doing that, but it... It is an interesting move. Courtney said, I used to buy books from Indigo and I would read them so fast that my mom would return them and then just get me a new book. Mm. That's so funny. Yeah, I did that. My daughter was really into like comic style novels. Yeah. And the one day I ended up in the Nike store after we bought her a book and she was pretty much done it by the time half an hour later. So I almost went right back to chapters and said, hey, we just bought this. Sorry, we didn't realize. But I kind of felt greasy about that, too. Do you think that the employees get mad when they see people like sitting down and reading books in there? <laughs> I don't know. They put tables and chairs in there. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's okay. Um, this text made me laugh so hard. Julie wrote in saying, I have a friend that bought this fancy dress to attend a wedding with full intentions of returning it. But someone at the wedding saw the tag, ran up to her, ripped it off and said, don't worry, nobody's seen this yet. Oh, and no. This reminds me of my my friend Megan. We just had her in last week for Friendship Friday. Yeah. She loves buying shirts and then returning them, returning them. Like she'll wear them for one event. And she bought this beautiful blouse. And all night she was like, don't spill anything on me because it was a cream color. I have to return this tomorrow. It was really expensive. I would never actually buy this. Mustard all down the front. Really? Full Meltdown. What was she eating? A hot dog? A hot dog, yeah. In a classy blouse? I know. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. <laughs> you don't hang out with my friends enough. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Melissa is uh, the same as I am. She says, I'm way too lazy for all this. Even when I do want to return something, I'm like, Ugh, I yeah. guess I'm stuck with See, it now. Yeah, there are people like that who, like you, no offense, but you always lose all your receipts, and then mm -hmm. you can never return anything that you intend to return. With the amount of things we say to each other, I hope you know that n no offense taken. That's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, even last week, I bought like a pack of six expensive shirts, mm -hmm. like the t-shirts that are fit for dad bods. You and, got them online, though. Yeah. And they didn't fit. Way too big. So He's like, can you take care of this? Can you return these for me? I was like, are you serious? I said um, I just gave them to my brother. Yeah. Danielle says, my friend bought a cat carrier one day just to bring her cat to her new apartment. And then she returned it. Yeah, that's okay. kind of a smart one. Okay, so yeah, not me, but I had a friend who, when we used to either go out on the weekends, like have girls nights, or she would go on dates, she would buy a new outfit and take the tags off, but she bought like that little tag gun machine thing that attaches the tags to clothing <laughs> and would reattach the tags the next day and then return it. With just full-on deodorant stains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's all rock on to... No, rock down to... Rock down to Apology Avenue. So good. What are you apologizing for today? Well, I've lost my voice, so I'd yeah. like to apologize if it just sounds painful. I um, was really hoping to get some good performances in this weekend at karaoke. Mm -hmm. Might not be able to. For your birthday party. Yeah, like if I can't sing, I guess I'll just have to sit back and... That's going to be awful for you. To sit and watch other people sing karaoke and you're not allowed to? Yeah. I can't risk it. I talk for a living. Yeah. Gotta bust the vocal cords when they seem strained that's like this. That's a very good point. I know. That's a Celine Dion doesn't talk for days. Really? Yeah, like she'll have somebody um, who walks around with her when she has to get interviewed. And she'll just whisper the words, like oh. lip sync. 
and then she'll have somebody say for her what she's trying to answer. So you might not talk for a couple days. Don't get too excited. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. 780-784-7107. What are you apologizing for? This text says, I'm sorry for bringing tuna casserole to work today that I'll need to heat up in the shared microwave. Okay. Okay, but tuna casserole is so good. Yeah. Let's give a little respect. To its name? To the tuna casserole. I'd like to apologize to my wallet. As I think it's new phone day today, I got a little rammy trying to clean out my charging port. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not I, working. I used tweezers, and oh, I don't think gosh. you're supposed to be jamming metal in there. And now it's not working. You're supposed to use a toothpick. Yeah. Anyway, so now it won't charge, and it's past due anyway. But it's going to be an expensive day for me. So I'd like to apologize for getting rammy yesterday. Ooh, look at this text we just got. I'll be going for birthday karaoke for myself in a couple of weeks, Lisa. You can join us then. Okay, well, I'm stealing your thunder. I'm coming in wearing a birthday hat. No, I'm just kidding. And stealing your microphone probably mid-performance. I've seen you do that one before. That was one time and it was necessary. (laughs) There's this trend happening where people love watching other people organize and clean their homes. Mm -hmm. Strange, strange thing. It's very satisfying. It feels... Like it has the same vibes as watching my kid watch YouTube of other kids opening gifts or playing or with playing toys. with toys. Yeah, it's weird, right? Super weird. You watch these videos, you feel satisfied, and then you close your phone and you look around your house, and there it looks like <laughs> a tornado came through. Literally, yeah. Yeah, every corner that I look at, there's something there that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So no, no organization in my world, personally. Just reading here, Marie Kondo, who has that Netflix show. What's it called? Tidying Up. What is the actual show called? But she says um, organizing and get, getting rid of things should spark joy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was big for a bit is it, Wasn't it called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo? Anyway, everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So she has three small children now. She was just recently interviewed and she said that she's given up. Really? She said having three young kids was life changing and there's some magic in giving up on caring about having your house being spotless at all times. The laundry will never stop. I just heard like a a collective C from all the moms and dads that watch that show. Tidying up with Marie Kondo. Thank you to everyone that's texting that in. Yeah. So even she's saying like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) It's hard. And like once you do have the house clean, it takes hours and then you don't want anyone to touch anything. Mm -hmm. What is the point? I saw a really interesting perspective from someone on TikTok because someone said, I want to see a regular home, a normal home. I'm sick of these influencers. I want to see what your home actually looks like. The everyday person. And this woman started sharing every room and how quiet and clean they were, but they used to be hectic. They used to be a mess because her kids have now grown up and moved out, and it was super emotional. Ooh, that's sad. She said, "You right now you get frustrated with the mess, but you're going to miss it when it's gone. Wow. You're almost going to be more annoyed. It's a good that reminder. Nothing is touched when the kids move out. Yeah, like yesterday, uh, my daughter decided she was going to do some crafts. Like, it was messy. Did you see what she did upstairs? Yeah. I can't get it down the toilet. She made, like, some sort of soap. Foam? Foamy, colorful soap. And I, I flushed the toilet, like, three times. It's still in there. But it's also just funny to me because 
What is she? What was she doing? Did you think about using the garbage instead? Right. Well, the you, garbage was full. Okay. <laughs> no, she put it in the toilet. Oh, that I makes found, sense. I okay. found it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like, okay, so I either let her be busy mm-hmm. and make an absolute mess and clean it later while I relax, or I go and preoccupy her so she doesn't make such a big mess, and then I don't get to relax, but I do later because I don't have to clean up. Like, it's just... there's I don't know if there's a right answer. No. Because, of course, you want your kids to be creative and make a mess. But also, if you go upstairs and you see that they've written with Sharpie all over your expensive And are trying to furniture. flush things down the toilet that don't go down the toilet. Um, I would like to apologize to our listeners. We've got several parents texting in now saying that they're crying. Uh, Christina says, okay, I'm bawling. I'm sending sorry vibes to my daughter now. It's true. We're we're tough on kids. We expect them to be neat and tidy, mm-hmm. but we can barely keep it together as adults. Even I saw a picture today my mom sent of uh, my daughter and my nephew about, I don't know, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're so little and smushy and cute. And like during Aww. that stage, you're like, oh, I really will be excited for the day that they can just wander off and play by themselves for a bit. And then that day comes and you miss, you miss, the, you miss those moments. Yeah, yeah. So enjoy it all, I guess, is what we're saying, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But Marie Kondo is biting her tongue. She's she, saying, I'm done. I've given up. Yeah, she's care. teaching us lessons even when she's not trying to, that Marie. <laughs> Pretty good at that. Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. Oh, yeah? Well, lots of things. I posted on Twitter the other day saying that I think I need a physiotherapist for my knee. I've never injured it, but it always feels like I'm on the verge of injuring it. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? So I refuse to do box jumps at the gym. Squatting hurts. Sitting cross-legged, it always feels risky. Like, there's just a lot going on in there. I got over 60 different suggestions of who I should go see, and now I'm feeling so overwhelmed that knowing me, my personality, I, I might just ignore it say screw it and now people are saying like no you don't need a physiotherapist you need a kinesiologist because it hasn't been injured yet so they'll teach you how to not injure strengthen it, it. now i'm like oh well now i gotta look into that what how do people do this well and you've lost your voice a little bit today you yeah. got a lot going on listen it's not as bad as some other people have it exactly okay you ready for this this is uh the story of a woman who probably can't say well other people have it worse it's, She's got the worst luck in the world. I've never heard of anything like this. See, and, sometimes you meet people, though, that they'll tell you their life story and you're like, whoa, I don't know how to respond. This was all like within a very short amount of time. And one thing led to another and it just kept escalating. So her, she was cursed. Yeah. Maybe. I'm that friend that like lives that can't catch a break dramatic lifestyle. I was randomly walking in downtown LA back to work and got punched in the face by a homeless person. And um, that broke my jaw. And then I had to get jaw surgery to fix it. And my immune system was super weak and I ended up getting an infection and getting pneumonia and then when I had pneumonia I was super lightheaded and I fell and I hit my head and that led to a brain injury which then we found a tumor in my brain and then I had to get brain surgery to get the tumor out and then it didn't get all the tumor out so then I had to start radiation and um, then I was walking to my radiation treatment the other day at the hospital and in front of the hospital I got run over by a car (laughs) no I'm like none of that's funny on its own it's just a wild ride 
But also, it's kind of like it happened for a reason. Otherwise, well, would she have found the tumor? If the homeless person hadn't yeah. punched her in the head, she wouldn't have found the tumor. So you're right. But the car getting hit at the end was kind of like unexpected. you got to think at that point, you're screaming to the gods like, why? Yeah, what did she do leading up to this? She sounds like a sweetheart. Yeah, she's That's an actress in L.A. Okay. So maybe this is her chance, too, if she heals all up from all this. Allie McLaren will get well-known from this story. Maybe they'll do a movie on it, and she'll get to play the role of her. Yes. Let's hope. But So you're kind of sore knee. Hey. Well, it just doesn't compare with that story, yeah, right? obviously. <laughs> the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.